0: Welcome to the Manor.
1: Welcome back to the Twin Terrors, Macabre Manor of Mead, Metal, and Mayhem. I'm Jody,
0: and I'm James. Welcome to a kind of what sad episode?
1: Um, yeah, I guess tribute episode. <laughs> tribute. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tribute, tribute. There you go. Tribute. We don't want it to be sad. We want to. We want to celebrate. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's what everybody was, everybody always, t- everybody talked about how Ed always had a smile on his face, ear to ear. Yeah. In case you can't tell, uh, we're, we're talking about Eddie Van Halen
0: <laughs> yeah. Who and, and his recent passed away so, the, Yeah. Just passed away the sixth of this month. We're recording in October, 2020. So the sixth, this, this will come out pretty much a month after his passing.
1: Yeah. You know, I, I want to say it was kind of out of the blue, but um, we we knew he was having issues with cancer. I, I guess nobody really knew how bad it was, at least publicly. Um, you know, sure, family and, and friends knew, but
0: uh, yeah, and sixty five is not young. No, S- especially when you have cancer.
1: Yeah. So,
0: um, but yeah, we wanted to wanted to do a
1: little uh, episode to uh, kind of pay tribute to, to eddie and valerie bertinelli um had, had, uh, had a pretty nice little tribute after he after he passed away um i don't have it right in front of me i just you can go back and find it on her twitter um
0: yeah she had a nice tweet all, all of them uh, you know michael anthony yeah. Dave Lee roth had a nice little tweet facebook public thing
1: yeah and we did share some of that stuff on the on the uh, Terrorist Facebook page too, so I say we. I think it was mostly me.
0: Oh, it, it, it was. I, I don't yeah. tend to to share so much as just write stupid crap. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's
1: true. I'm usually the one sharing stupid crap.
0: <laughs> that's right. One of us shares dumb crap. One of us writes dumb crap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She says she's heartbroken, and you know they they had a son together. Yeah, and and he had.
1: Uh, I was going to say Wolfgang had a pretty nice tribute I guess
0: too so yeah there's no point in it. just reading off other people's tweets yeah because I had I had a whole bunch I had saved you can and then us you can yeah. easily find those
1: yeah I had a whole bunch saved and was thinking about <laughs> reading some of them and I thought wow there's so many <laughs> it's a lot but you know we wanted to wanted to kind of pay our own tribute to Eddie so uh, that's uh, that's what we're here to do
0: so, Dad, you uh, – well, I I, I know – I can relate one thing in high school. I remember – I know you liked Eddie, but I do remember you also being upset with him because you hated the fact that he would turn his guitar uh, horizontal and play the fret as if it was a keyboard, and that hurts you. No, but, not, not you know, really. Uh, my problem with
1: the band in the 80s and 90s – well, my problem with the band in the late 80s was I, I understood – Eddie and Alex and Michael having a feud with David Lee Roth after he left the band. Sammy should have kept his damn mouth shut. He was not part of that until he joined the band, and then he started running his mouth.
0: Now uh, you know, just just like when you start dating somebody and they're talking smack about their ex, you take the, you take their side. <laughs> yeah, I guess. So yeah. you only hear anyway. one side, so you yeah, assume that side's right. But that's, yeah. yeah, we should we should focus on the positive.
1: Yeah, yeah
0: so how uh how how did
1: how did you discover van Halen
0: uh you know I don't know if I can put an exact time on there i mean i I knew their songs from f m stations mm-hmm. you know you really got me in atomic punk and i had older brothers, so I would hear their songs they none of them were into Van Halen, so I didn't really know much. I just knew Van was around and then uh i I do know though in nineteen eighty when, when he, well, the album 1984 came out, uh, there was a a new girl who moved into the Lyford area, um, AC, I'll just use her nickname, uh, really cool, beautiful girl, uh, Our, you know, my age, our age, mm-hmm. and she loved Van Halen, and she listened to 1984 all the time, which helped kickstart it. Um, that would have been, well, I, I mean, I, I don't know exactly what year it was um would have been 85 or 86 yeah so uh and and then of course you know you start getting into them and then you actually get into buy a few albums and you realize damn i'm a guitarist i suck compared to this dude <laughs> <laughs> so so you start buying you know some tabs that eddie does and try to work on eruption and <laughs> yeah it's but yeah thanks ac you definitely helped cool
1: <laughs> well i don't um I don't remember when I first heard them. I, I'm like you, I'm sure I had heard them on the radio already. It, you know, probably you really got me and Jamie's crying and probably around band. Well, I, I know it was around the second album when I became cognizant of the band's existence, even though I had probably already heard some of the stuff. Uh, we, we had uh, we had some family that would come down every weekend and spend the weekend at our house. And, uh, Uh, One of my cousins, uh, Robert, we we called him Robbie back then when we were all younger. He was a little bit older than me. Um, He's a couple years younger than my brother, I think. So probably about eight years older than me, something like that. The the first time I was aware of the band's name was the time he pinned me down on the floor and dug his knuckle into my chest until I said that Van Halen was the best band ever. (laughs) Jesus. And 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 I, I I very clearly remember the eight track of Van Halen too, <laughs> being in the room when he did this. So uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> that was that, that's kind of how I got introduced to the band. After that, you know, you kind of start to notice. And and uh, I don't I, I I think the first <laughs> the first song of theirs I realized was them was their cover Roy Orbison's Pretty Woman and you know and knowing it was them at that point I was like yeah that's that's really good and and I, I knew I liked all the stuff of theirs that I knew was theirs and I heard and then parents got divorced in late 83 and my mom and I moved out to Virginia from Indiana and that's when the 1984 album came out was like that last week right before New Year's so I start the new year 1984 living in Virginia and jump comes out as a single and it's all, you know, it's all over all the video programs on USA network and stuff like that. And wow, <laughs> you know, um, floored. it was just, it was some of the most often awesome stuff I had ever heard. And, and the video for as low budget as it was, I mean, it was a great freaking video for jump. I didn't really, get any of their albums i mean buy any of their albums until high school but my my stepbrother uh he was a big van halen fan and so he had all all the albums up to that point which would have been uh, a 51 then and uh you know so the, the the stuff like we talked about a couple minutes ago with uh, uh sammy getting in the middle of the, the feud with with dave and the rest of the band and uh so I, I told my stepbrother, I said, I said, just make me a mixtape of just the, what you think are the best songs from the David Lee Roth albums. And wow. I just, for some of those songs, it's still that, that mixtape is still the preferred way I, li- I, I, I have for listening to those songs. I don't have that tape anymore, but I still have the little card insert that he filled out with all the song names on him. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> I I always thought Eddie was a great player. Um, you know, I just, my, and, and you know, and the, and the, 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 the tapping finger tapping stuff, I thought, you know, it was neat, but I, by the time I started to pay attention to it, everybody and their brother was doing it. So, um, I guess I wasn't really as impressed with it as I would have been had I, had I been a little bit older when they first came out and, you know, I would have been a little more amazed by it. Cause I mean, let's be, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. I, he would, he wasn't the first one to do that. But the guys who were doing it before him went to go see him and said, Yeah, he's he's definitely better at this than we are. <laughs> and, and these were guys that I and I can't remember their names, but these were guys that were in Frank Zappa's band. And, you know, so he he revolutionized what a what it meant to be a rock guitar player.
0: Well, I'll I'll give him that he's a big part of the watershed moment. Yeah. Because, I mean, that was a time where he and, you know, Randy Rhodes, they True. would have been contemporaries and doing the same thing at the same time and coming up. And well, I... Randy and, and Quiet Riot and yeah Van Halen and Mammoth. And, and there were there were other – I have actually got notes to do a, an episode on this sometime, so I won't go into detail. But, yeah, between Eddie and, and Randy, they were mm-hmm. two of the big ones to push it over and, and make it a huge thing before – everybody started doing it in glam metal a decade later. Yeah.
1: Now I the only reason I give Eddie a little bit of an edge on that is because Eddie broke first before Randy did. I mean Eddie had 2 years on Randy as far as that that level of success. And that's the
0: only yeah, reason I really give yeah, time though, that's why. Yeah,
1: yeah, they were cuz cuz Van Halen and Quiet Riot were contemporaries in the 70s playing playing the same club circuit in la so you know there was a lot of overlap between the two of them but yeah it was van halen was the first one that hit big randy didn't get his chance until a couple years later with ozzy so um but yeah that's uh that's that was kind of how i discovered and got into
0: them so i know our our high school band actually played pretty woman yeah um I, i know before you uh D- join the band whatever you want to call yeah. the, the little little trio we had before you and Jim Bob even uh we we played it and you know with, with Douglas we, we we talked about Doug and Carl in the, the yeah. podcast and they called and said hey you want to get together with a couple of other good musicians I'm like I'll oh, give this a shot and and Pretty Woman was one of the the first song we actually played together and it was the one version um even if it wasn't quite as quite as heavy as van halen but yeah it's yeah and i i started buying you know because of 1984 and, and ac and then a few years later when i started playing with douglas and carl um about two two and a half years later i started getting the albums and and that's when i started working out and i'd be out on the front porch i'd be working out listening to van halen on cassette and my one of my brothers at the time was married to a jamie and she'd come <laughs> over and i wouldn't do it on purpose but it was often enough like you know occasionally she'd come up and jamie's crying would be on there and she goes i hate this song <laughs>
1: Oh, that's funny. <laughs>
0: so, But, but yeah, and, and I actually played uh, an acoustic version of um the uh, week Roy Orbison died. I, I may have mentioned this in an episode, but mm-hmm. I, I used to play guitar, uh, guitar mass at a Catholic church once a month. And in the, the week Roy Orbison died, I played Pretty Woman on acoustic for the whole, you know, people come up to communion. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Although I did do the Roy acoustic version instead of the Van <laughs> Halen mm-hmm. version, but uh, you know, what are you going to do? Uh, yeah, my brothers weren't into it, but. Yeah, I, I, my, uh, my brother really wasn't either. Yeah.
1: I, you know, cause I, could, I've talked about, and I think it's made it into the podcast. I used to uh, ride around with my brother in his car and, and, you know, with him and his friends listening to ACDC and Foreigner and, and stuff like that. And that's kind of how I got into some of those bands. And uh, but yeah, Van Halen just it wasn't one of those bands that he he was listening to. Like I said, it was my cousin Robbie that well, not necessarily turned me on to him, but you know, made me
0: aware of them. <laughs> yeah. Every time, every time it comes on, your chest hurts a little bit, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> but you know what? Maybe there's, I mean, it's how your brother is the same age as, as my brother's pretty much and maybe there's just like this little bit of gap in between our age and their age where it was a little became a little bit bigger yeah just just enough yeah could be because they would have you know already been in high yeah i don't know it's hard to tell but yeah because i yeah my brothers were at the queen and AC/DC, and you know so I, oh yeah yeah uh, that's
1: that's uh, yeah that's how i got into both of those bands
0: you have a, uh, and I already know the answer to this, but uh, we're gonna we're gonna interview each other a little bit to keep things going. <laughs> Do you have a favorite album or song? Um, okay, let
1: me let me answer song first. <laughs> um, this would have been easier several months ago. I would have I would have said Panama flat out. Um, but I I think um, Unchained has become one of my favorite. And, and it's probably a toss-up between those two.
0: Yeah, it, I, I don't, I don't have a favorite, but Unchained yeah. would be way up there, way, way up there. Now um, Panama would not be, even though I like it, but yeah, love Unchained.
1: Now I, that's, if you want me to be, get even more specific, those are probably my two favorite songs with Dave and the band. If it's Sammy, it's Runaround off of for off Unlawful Carnal Knowledge, which would be my favorite Sammy album. Now, when it comes to the Dave albums, I have a really hard time picking one. (laughs) Uh, So maybe the first four. (laughs) That narrows it down. Yeah, I Uh, I can say. So so here's here's the funny thing, though. Do you know what my least favorite David Lee Roth Van Halen
0: album is? I do not, but I'm going to since you just said the first four Uh and you said Panama from 1984, that leaves Diver Down as something you've not mentioned. So it's either Diver Down or 1984, even though you like Panama. So
1: jump Panama and Hot for Teacher, in my opinion, three of the best songs Van Halen ever did, but that is my least favorite David Lee Roth Van Halen album is 1984. And I, I don't know why I just, for some reason, it just feels like most of those songs were filler, and those first five albums, even Diver Down, even though it's almost half covers, just doesn't feel like filler to me.
0: I guess I get that. I know they're having some issues at the time, so yeah, that could be. I that's kind of what I chalk it up to. And you know, of course, Hot for Teacher may be one of the best videos for an adolescent boy ever. Oh. <laughs> Jeez, yeah. Well, I don't know. Let me take a look. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) I love Dave's patter. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I don't don't know if I, I, so I don't have a favorite song. I can tell you that. I just don't. I I have various songs I like for different reasons. Oh, yeah. Um, I'll wait. Maybe one of my least favorite, uh, partially because I don't like their slower things and also our high school band played "I'll Wait," but by our high school band, that was Doug and Carl, and the rest of us didn't do anything on it. Which yeah. would be okay if we had groupies backstage or we're getting drunk, but we were sober virgins. <laughs> yeah. so we kind of <laughs> had another Jolt
1: Cola and yeah. ready to go. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I, 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 interrupt real quick. I would have to agree. That's probably my least, one of my least favorite David Lee Roth songs with them.
0: Yeah, Not interrupting. that's, that's yeah. a, apropos. Mention? Yeah. Do you want to take a guess at my favorite album? I I don't know if I've told you or not as we've been discussing this. I'll give you a hint. Uh, It is a David Lee Roth album and and we can talk about my... Well, um, then I would say the first one. What I like about both singers. Nope, not the first one. It is not. I actually prefer Women and Children First. That's a great album. (laughs) It's got it, a lot it, of good it, uh, stuff on it. It's got a lot of good stuff, and it's it's eclectic. It's got yeah. all sorts of – and, you know, I've, I've actually got notes that, you know, if, if we – I don't know if we'll do it for this one, or maybe it'll be a different episode, but I I could talk about the whole album. But that is – there's something eclectic about it. It's not just Eddie blistering through. And don't get me wrong, I love that. Right. I mean, I tried to do their version of uh, The Kinks. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I even did tapping. In my, I'm not Eddie doing it, of course. Eddie Ludwig. Yeah. But, you know, I, I I did tapping and stuff in the solo for that when we were in high school and college playing it. And, yeah. You know, of course. Hell yeah, I love that shit. But, you know, when, when I listen to a band, that's why I don't buy Eric Johnson or Steve Vai or, you know, the, I don't buy their albums. I don't want a Guitar God album. I want a kick-ass band that may have a Guitar God in it. Yeah. But... You know, I and I, I want the band.
1: I, I, I probably would have to agree. I've never really thought of it that way, but I probably would have to agree with you on that, that. that's I've got some of Steve Vai and Joe Satriani's albums, but I just I don't listen to them that much, and that may be the reason. I I would am re- like you. I would rather have a band than just you know the one guy going off.
0: Yeah, if I want something that's more instrumental, I dig uh, blues, jazz, and classical music. I'll listen to that instead. Yeah.
1: But. You know what? Uh, one of my favorite songs on women and children first is, could this be magic?
0: I like them all. Like I, one oh, of the yeah. reasons I like it as there's not one on, but I love that. I, I love that song too.
1: Yeah. I, it's, <laughs> I mean, in a simple rhyme and you know, I said, crap, I don't remember what it's called. Uh, you know, the, in a simple rhyme, they, they go all the way through the, the end of the song. And then there's that little like, 30 seconds of a really heavy riff and drum beat and everything and it just cuts off. That actually,
0: yeah. Yeah. 20, 30 seconds. And they uh, called growth.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Growth. They were, yeah, that was actually supposed to, they were going to develop that into a song and they never did, but they would, uh, they actually would play that live. It was actually, they would actually incorporate that into stuff they
0: were, they would do live. Oh, yeah. I loved, I've heard of that a couple of times. And yeah, I'm kind of sad to not because they were talking thinking about there's some rumors that they're going to make another song on the album and that was going to kind of go into it. Mm-hmm. The biggest rumor is that it was going to outro this album and then that was going to, they're going to do the same, you know, thing, but intro into the next album as a bridge. And that just just never quite worked. Sorry, Dave. One bridge wasn't coming up on that one. <laughs> Sorry, I love that. I've been listening to that <laughs> stuff so much, I can just hear Dave on bridge coming, coming up. up. <laughs> yeah, could this be magic? I mean, Eddie's slide work is cool, and Dave oh, yeah. actually does some kick-ass guitar work on that one. they they're, you know, they Dave's doing some noodling. Gets that awesome uh, skiffle. He kind of does like a bit of skiffle work, like Jimmy Page. Yeah, and that's what—that's what I—I that's what i, I and mean,
1: thats why I love that song. It's so different, you know. I mean, you think of Van Halen, you—you you think of the screaming guitars and David Lee Roth jumping all over the place doing high kicks and you know <laughs> his Taekwondo shit and 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 the, the 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 train whistle yell that he does that high pitched thing. <laughs> and could this be magic? Is it's this little acoustic piece
0: with harmony yeah. vocals? You know, <laughs> that's I—I I love that. That's- yeah, well, that's why I like this album. So it starts with "And the cradle Will Rock," which does some awesome synth stuff. That was kind of really neat that Eddie started working on the synth. And mm-hmm. but it's got it's got and and I like that because it's a, a poignant discussion of culture, different viewpoints between the young and the old. It's not just a sex song. It's right. It actually got meaning behind it. And then then you go into "Everybody Wants Some," which is um, sounds kind of about sex, but it's more about people wanting handouts now that they were famous. Yeah. <laughs> and course, you have that Claymation uh, hamburger from Better Off Dead. That if you've not seen that '80s movie Better Off Dead, John, I, I
1: actually have not seen it, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah,
0: I've not seen it since the '80s, but I do watch that particular video. Everyone just uh, just Google uh, Better Off Dead, Van Halen hamburger, and it, it'll it'll come up. But okay, but yeah, they've got torah Torah, like a doom metal type of thing, and Mm-hmm. They got blues. with take your whiskey, Home. they've got jazz. For fuck's sake! Which yeah isn't a big deal because Van Halen brothers' dad was a jazz musician. But they really, like, what there are eight songs, nine songs in this album, and there are like five different genres of music.
1: Yeah, yeah. And and you know um, we were talking about the tributes that everybody was doing. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna reference back to a different album, even though I love that one. It's on uh, Diver Down. It's uh, Big Bad Will- Bill is Sweet William now. <laughs> and and that was a song that Dave, you know, wanted to cover because it's an old jazz song. And uh, Eddie and Alex's dad. Uh, and, and, you know, I don't know how he pronounced I don't know if he pronounced it Yawn or Jan.
0: <laughs> you know, I, I assume it's Yawn being Dutch, yeah. but
1: I don't know. I don't, I don't think know. I've
0: ever heard it either. Yeah,
1: yeah but he, he plays the clarinet on it. And I always, I always thought that was really cool that Eddie and Alex got to record a song with their dad. And that was, that was kind of why I had mixed feelings about the, um, a different kind of truth album, the, the album, you know, the last album they did with when Dave came back into the band, because Wolfgang got to do an album with his dad, you know, and I, to Wolfgang that had to be the greatest thing ever. I was disappointed because Michael Anthony wasn't part of all that. But at the same time, I'm I, to me, I'm glad that Wolfgang got to experience that. You know? Yeah, I just wish they would have done Michael Anthony better. I I do too. Now, since Eddie has died, their manager has come out and said that had Eddie not all of a sudden started to have health problems, there were rumors going around a couple of years ago that they were for the well in 2018 for the 40th anniversary of the first album that there were kind of rumor circulated that they were going to go on tour and that Michael Anthony was going to be part of it and their manager has confirmed it in the last couple of weeks that 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 actually was in the works until Eddie got sick so yeah I, I mean I'm disappointed that it never fully happened um, but you know like I said at the same time I'm glad that Wolfgang got to at least experience the whole you know uh record an album and tour with his dad so yeah um but yeah you know from a fan perspective i'm kind of like would have been nice if michael had been part of it <laughs> 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 but but i get that you know I, I get that whole thing of you know that 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 would be something pretty special i would think especially when your dad's even Halen. i mean just <laughs> <laughs>
0: well maybe <laughs> maybe it yeah. <he> gets old <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah you know I, I guess I don't. <laughs> it, it doesn't matter it's still your parent <laughs> I,
1: mean, I, I just I'm thinking back to Gene Simmons Family Jewels TV series <laughs> the shit his kids used to give him <laughs> I'm Gene Simmons from Kiss yeah whatever dad shut up <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean you know they, they'd always say it
1: with kind of a spark and you know he 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 knew they were just messing with him but
0: <laughs> anyway I, I do have a, another quick Eddie story okay. before I forget I, I do remember sitting in in high, in high school of course by then I started getting all the guitar world and guitar yeah. for the practicing musician and all, all those with the tab with Eddie and Eddie be on the cover of at least one a year you know and mm-hmm. he's won guitarist of the year i don't know how many damn times i know starting in 1979 anyway was the oh, first yeah. one uh but i'm sitting there and eddie's on there and i'm trying to learn it and and this very uh well of course hot classmate of mine sit next to me and she goes "Ah, oh, he's so hot you should really learn how to play that song in there and of course i worked my ass off to play the song which which got me nowhere at the time but she's sitting in the other room right now so. <laughs>
1: see that's awesome <laughs>
0: thanks eddie <laughs> well, yeah, I'm, 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 i was know, gonna say I'm,
1: I'm i'm sure it was gonna happen even if you hadn't learned that song but
0: <laughs> well it I'd happen regardless of the song
1: yeah <laughs> the day after eddie died i started uh, listening to well i haven't made it all the way through yet <laughs> which which really only should take a you know a day maybe two at the most if you don't do it for the full time but um I started listening to to all the Van Halen stuff and uh, trying to do it in order so started with the first album and I I stopped after that first day because I had bought a bunch of new stuff that I was really wanting to listen to so it's been you know a couple more weeks (laughs) I'm just today I finally got around to finishing the live uh right here right now album and uh I, I have to say that even though I'm not all the way through even all the Sammy stuff. Um, I, I've, you know, cause like I said, I had issues with, because it, Sammy was in, in you know, inserting himself into the feud. I have a greater appreciation for the Sammy Hagar stuff.
0: Which do you it's like a, better? Do you have one? That, I mean. Oh, between do the do two of them? Between, between him between and him Dave? Between the, uh, well, the Van Halen eras of Dave and Sammy. And I guess, you know, Sammy and Dave themselves, too. Um,
1: yeah, Dave. I, I mean, there, there's no question. I, I appreciate the Sammy stuff more now, but there is still no question. I prefer the Dave stuff.
0: Yeah, I do, too. And it's the same, I, I like both. And I, it's kind of odd because when I started getting into Van Halen was when they split apart and Sammy came in. So mm-hmm. I actually have a better, like, my formative time was sammy's era and and i do dig their little naughty um you know for unlawful carnal knowledge and and they named one of their albums 5150 a police code you Mm -hmm. know in la and 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 it's great but i i also think it's a different style i think sammy's era is hard rock and i think david's era is more well what i like to call vaudeville metal (laughs) because it is heavier and it's got the more metal because of david's singing capabilities mm-hmm. and the type of song they played. Uh, so I do I, I, I like Dave Lee Roth's era better, but I like them both. They're both yeah. And I like their attitude. Like the actual people. I like both. They both have personality aspects that I really dig. Yeah. I think for me, the, the Dave
1: stuff is just more, it just, it just seems more what the band should be. And I don't know, maybe it's just because he was the first, you know, he was the original singer as opposed to, you know, Sammy coming in later. But it just, I guess in a way, it seems like the Sammy stuff was a little more tame. It was a little more mainstream. And I hate to use this word, but corporate. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And and the, the Dave stuff is a little more, it's a little more unhinged. you know more unchained yeah (laughs) it is you know and and not that not that sammy couldn't be like that i I mean um you know what's what's the first track off of 5150 uh uh, good enough i mean that song rocks i mean that that could have been a dave song almost Uh, i mean you know i'm sure lyrics would have been much much different but that, that was closer to the kind of stuff they would have recorded with Dave in the band than what they would have done with Sammy. Um, yeah.
0: Summer Nights is a, a little more, you know.
1: The, the, the Sammy stuff's the a little more laid back, I guess, is, is kind of what I was, is, is, is another way to put it. And not, that, not that, you know, again, not that Dave couldn't be laid back. Look at Could This Be Magic. That's kind of a laid back song. But I, it, it was, it, I guess the laid back stuff with Dave was also a little more tongue in cheek. And and with Sammy, it's like you know, light up
0: another joint. <laughs> <laughs> One of them's doing coke, and the other's getting stoned. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, uh, hey, that that. <laughs> that
1: maybe that's the way to look at it. <laughs> and, and for some reason, <laughs> I prefer my Van Halen with cocaine. I don't. <laughs> that's that's <right>. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: Yeah, when we get around to doing the album on uh, women of children first, I, I may have a note or two on that. <laughs> That's okay. But, but it's also the writing style because Sammy, either the way he wrote was different, where Dave sometimes wouldn't even write anything. He'd just go into the booth and then start, like some of the best lyrics he came up with were on the spot.
1: That doesn't surprise me. I, I mean, what little bit I know of his background, I, especially with his having this background with uh, jazz, and 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 I, and, and I, I think I can say this without actually having seen it anywhere. He's probably a Louis Armstrong fan.
0: Um, well, I, yeah, I think I know he's a Louis Armstrong, but I know he's a Louis Prima fan yeah. also. Yeah. So, you know, so those was, was the original, just the gigolo. Yeah. So those are you know those were guys that
1: would scat sing. They would make up shit on the spot. <laughs> so yeah, that doesn't surprise me that they would do that. And he came up with some really great lyrics that way, apparently, if that's what he was doing. So, I, I also know he he talked about when they did the um, a different kind of Truth album. He he talked about how they had uh, Wolfgang had gone back through a lot of their old demos and pulled out songs that he thought could be developed into into newer songs for the album. And uh, Dave rewrote all the lyrics because he didn't, you know, his 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 theory was. I'm in a different headspace now. So I'm going to write something more contemporary. So,
0: yeah. And of course what you're talking about, Sammy earlier, mm-hmm. uh, I, you know, I don't know whose side to take on the whole thing. And, you know, I, I've read, I've read a couple of Van Halen biographies. I've read Sammy's autobiography and David Lee Roth's autobiography. You know, I, I'm not going to say either way, but I do know Sammy did have some sour grapes when a different kind of truth came out because he's like, hey, these old just old songs that they're rehashing and stuff. And well, you know, they, he want to do some of these and david lee did write some new just yeah you know what dude you bitched about the band you're pissed at him just let it go then yeah i and and seeing
1: that's kind of that's that's kind of the way i am about that whole thing with dave and sammy i'm just kind of like you know what it's none of my business that's between those guys <laughs> but yeah back in the day i was like oh, i'm taking dave's side you know whatever but um I, yeah i the I don't know. I mean, cause it almost, almost sounded like Eddie didn't really have any ideas as far as songwriting went. And that's, you know, he kind of, Hey, we've got all these old demos over
0: there. Wolf, why don't you go through them? <laughs> yep. You, uh, you, so I, I'm just going to kind of go, uh, go somewhere else, but we can come back. Okay. Uh, you watched two and a half men, right? Yeah. I mean, Do you not, remember the episode, not religiously, but yeah uh did you ever see the episode with eddie on it
1: i you know i honestly don't know if i did or not
0: yeah it's uh, just a real brief cameo charlie's in there recording something with a, a woman um i won't get into the whole thing but he has to go into the bathroom and Eddie comes out and charlie's well charlie sheen you know, charlie harper goes take your guitar in and he goes, "Yeah, you never know when inspiration's gonna hit." And he pulls up this riff, and he goes, "That's called two chili dogs and a burrito, or something, something <laughs> like that." <laughs> uh, that's funny. It's, 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 yeah, it's like a thirty-second little thing, and that's it. But it was, is oh. hilarious.
1: Uh, yeah, might I don't think I've seen that episode.
0: It, might have been at a time where they weren't really doing much. It was Van Halen wasn't doing much.
1: <laughs> yeah. Although I will say that when for unlawful kernel knowledge came out, I jumped all over that. That was the first new Van Halen album. I actually was looking forward to post Dave. So
0: I think it was the heaviest. It uh, was in the, in the Sammy era. I mean, Eddie, well, had, Eddie got that Brown sound really going well
1: yeah. in, in that one. I thought balance was a little heavier and I, in all honesty, even though I like for unlawful kernel knowledge more, that that is my favorite of the sammy albums i think balance was actually the better album i don't know why
0: yeah, i liked it i i like yeah. uh fuck better but you know yeah it is easier
1: to just call it fuck
0: <laughs> it
1: is <laughs> <laughs> well like i, I said i like that <laughs> <take>. <laughs> yeah yeah i i do like
0: that album better i just i don't know yeah we each have our you know our yeah. thoughts on on the things and the stuff yeah yeah it is neat i mean well, i just i know i mentioned the brown sound but you've been talking about eddie's sound too and it, it's cool if you listen all the way through how they change yeah and how because he he played with his guitars all the time and changed the sound and
1: yeah, oh yeah yeah he
0: had what two or three different patents related to the guitar <laughs> yeah i don't know how many he did i he had some i yeah couldn't tell you how many
1: i, I think it's three because because that was something that came out after he
0: died. It was like, oh yeah, he had these patents, but, but yeah, it's, no, it's not just, shocked <laughs> I mean you no, know, starts a little brighter, and, and then as time goes on, it gets a little heavier and more crunchy more <laughs> well, he called it the brown film, so yeah, yeah a little had more depth, and I, I don't know which well, I do know I like that I, I didn't I loved how it sounded, but I liked the the earlier stuff still too. Because, you know, yeah. I like it a little brighter, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, so you said you're listening to, I've not, I don't know if I will listen everything all the way through, when he passed away. Uh, it took me a day or two to even open up any, uh, to, to pull up an album. Because um, I've read some of the band's biographies, and Dave and, and Sammy, like I said, and mm-hmm. Eddie's a very flawed person. And you yeah. know, I'm, I'm getting up there in age, so... He, Even the people I just adored when I was younger, you know, I'm successful for what I do, more or less. So, now, of course I'm sad, but it took me a few days to get past the little flawed thing and then remember all the good and all the, like, oh, yeah, I kicked ass and I listened to them, you know. But I've not even gotten to Sammy's era yet. I'm still, I've not even gotten to uh, uh, 1984. (laughs) Because I've been listening, I've listened to the first four albums. Uh, I don't know a handful of times each Mm -hmm. since then so
1: yeah that's um I'm probably going to listen to the earlier stuff again once I get all the way through this but uh yeah
0: yep we appreciate you you're kicked ass yep and I could go into detail on specific albums or songs but that seems like a different episode <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know there's something I, I i always forget about this but there's something i may try to look for i think in the around 1985-86 something like that i think uh i think brian may put out a solo album or something brian brian may from queen and I, and and eddie was a part of it and it's something that it may be worth looking for. I don't know. I, I have to do a little bit more looking into it. You know, like I said, my, my stepbrother was a big fan, and he had. A, uh, I remember he had a magazine that was all Van Halen, and it was mostly on Eddie. It was, uh, they, they, you know, they had some stuff on the band, but it was mostly on Eddie. And uh, I remember there was an article in the magazine about this Brian May project, and and I have I keep forgetting to go back and look on like. A, discogs or, or something like that and see what what was released so but yeah I know there was something that, that Eddie did with Brian May that I'm sure was just freaking phenomenal if we were to listen to it uh, he guessed it on a lot of stuff yeah oh yeah uh
0: Michael Jackson beat it <laughs> yeah probably his best known yeah. I mean, well, I mentioned women and children first. They uh actually had a, a backup singer uh, that, Yeah, that out a little bit. Yeah. Um um Nicola uh Nicolette Larson. Yeah. And uh he actually did a little bit of work on one of her songs on her nineteen seventy eight album. Mm-hmm. good um, Ted Temple men, uh you know, the one of their one of their main producers they used, uh, also worked with Nicola. Now that's how the crossover works, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, he started doing it way back when they were recording their first album mm-hmm. before he's even known. Yeah.
1: Well, he, oh yeah, I mean, I'm glad you mentioned that because that, that reminded me of this. I don't want to get too much into this because you talked about wanting to do an episode on this. So that they were they were kind of discovered by Gene Simmons. And Gene was going to, he he was trying to get him signed to the record label and everything. That didn't work out. But um, when they did demos for... Uh, when when kiss was doing demos for the love gun album gene used van halen to record some of his demos and the guitar solo on christine 16 played by ace freely note for note what eddie played on the demo because gene made him learn that solo
0: (laughs) (laughs) as much as i like ace i'm impressed that you know well of course Eddie wasn't Eddie quite yet at the time so right yeah I know, mean I'm sure yeah. ace could probably pick that up well
1: yeah. and it was it, it wasn't one of Eddie's more out there solos so there wasn't I mean it, it was a more melodic you know not necessarily follows the chorus kind of thing but something similar so it was it was easy enough ace could play it but <laughs> I,
0: that's, I was trying to avoid saying it quite that
1: that's, hey, way, you, but that's
0: exactly what I
1: was. you know what i'm an ace fraley fan no eddie was light years ahead of me no. and i think yeah. ace knows that
0: <laughs>
1: yeah and even ace said, you wanna you wanna uh, well i was gonna say even ace had some uh uh tributes that he had after eddie passed so uh what were you gonna yeah. say
0: well, I was gonna, actually going to give another Kiss Van Halen crossover, but you know what? It can wait till we do the episode on uh, Women and Children first. Okay. Haha. Uh-huh. Teaser. No, <laughs>
1: that was a different band. Oh, yeah. And album.
0: They're, yeah, they're good. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I need to calm down because right now I'm on fire. i oh. i'm I i, I do not know if I have anything specific anymore i mean he um, was kick i i yeah. said without going into actual albums
1: yeah yeah i, I I'm the same point i don't uh, I don't know if there's much else to say right now <laughs> except except you know we're,
0: we're gonna miss him gonna miss him I guess it helps me too, knowing that they really weren't doing much you know it's, I don't know, I guess there's a difference between a band who's actively doing a lot and putting out albums and somebody passes away, but
1: yeah. I, I haven't
0: been expecting them to do really much of anything. So I, I guess that, that helps. Yeah,
1: and, and looking back on it now, I don't know how much Dave knew, but it seems like Dave kind of expected this because he, he had made the comment a couple of years ago when you know there had been talk of the, the rumors we were going around about them doing a full-on reunion and everything and it didn't materialize and dave all of a sudden he was just kind of like yeah he said i don't think there's going to be anything new coming out of van Allen. and i think i think dave kind of expected a couple years ago that eddie was not going to get any better but i i don't know that because dave hasn't said well, i'm just i'm speculating that just
0: yeah and how eddie and alex just kind of are yeah Well, and I I think it would have,
1: it would have had to have been something like, you know, 40th anniversary reunion tour kind of thing, you know, or Wolfgang maybe would have had to push Eddie to do it, you know, but, um, and Wolfgang, I think, is working on his own album, too. I think I heard that several months ago that he was, he was working on something of his own. Oh, cool. Yeah, kind of interested to see what he could do. So, but yeah, I, I don't really have anything else.
0: All right. Well, go listen to Van Halen and share this with your friends and family and enemies.
1: On Facebook and Twitter and wherever fine podcasts are found.
0: That's right. And what's not. Yeah. And even where so, not
1: fine podcasts are found, I guess. I don't know.
0: That's true. Where fine podcasts and ours are found. <laughs> So on that self-deprecating note note. (laughs) (laughs) I'm James I'm Jody And we'll talk to you later Rock on The Macabre Manor is brought to you by the Twin Terrors All rights reserved Stay tuned for some fun outtakes Would you like to start?
1: Yes. Yes, I would.
0: Oh, you're waiting for me to start. Patiently. <laughs> okay. thought I was hold my breath. Uh, come, on, okay. come on, Dave. Give me a break. <laughs> One break. Coming up. <laughs> because I played in, you know, our, we talk about the high school band. Uh, we'd also, most of us were also in the actual band in high school. And we would play songs, actual rock songs during the basketball games. And I had nothing. I'd go there and set up early and just kind of play around and noodle and everything. And and I did learn how to talk to girls a little better because I would sit there and I would practice my finger tapping or Johnny B. Good, you know, slides. And so, you know, Chuck Berry and Eddie Van Halen and all these things. And, And the cheerleaders from the other team would occasionally come over and talk to me. First time was an abject failure on my part to even say anything. But <laughs> <laughs> can you play this? Uh huh. Do 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 How about this? Uh huh. Oh, that's really cool. What's your name? My name is James. Well, we're gonna go back over there now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Dumbass! Dumbass! I don't know if we should even mention the
1: Van Halen three album. <laughs>
0: You know, I've, I've purposely not been mentioning Gary Sharon when we've talked about the singers and stuff. <laughs> you know, nothing against – I love Extreme. Well, I still listen to Extreme on occasion. I loved them back in uh, the college, I think. Uh, the age we were when they came yeah, out. Early,
1: early college.
0: Like late late high school or early late, college. Yeah, and yeah. I loved it. You know, thought Gary, Nuno. I thought the band
1: was good. Oh, I they thought, were, that, yeah.
0: Did you have a drink? We didn't even bring that up.
1: I was drinking um, Orange Sunkist with rum. <laughs>
0: nice. Um,
1: and it's rum because I will not drink tequila. So
0: <laughs> I actually had—I uh, bought a bottle of Cabo, the, the Cabo Wabo tequila. It's really good. I'm I mean, sure it I is. Had it for ever now, but yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, I'm I'm sure it is because I, you know, I mean, I know Sammy's not gonna sell some cheap ass tequila. <laughs> if it's not rum or whiskey, I don't want it. <laughs> or Malort <laughs> Or Malort Yeah. Yeah. Yeah so i got three three <laughs> like rum whiskey wait, come Lord, beer. beer i mean wait <laughs> no I'm, I'm talking hard liquor <laughs>
0: oh okay sorry well you said alcohol i in did there. yeah Please
1: that's start. true i did okay so now i'm now i'm just being obstinate
0: me five five <laughs> <laughs> yeah